1: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org party today. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa is for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide a physician patient relationship, give diagnoses, prescribe treatment, or do psychotherapy. Please contact your healthcare provider to obtain treatment.
3: Discover your body's natural ability to heal. Welcome to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa.
0: Have you ever suffered from weight gain and fatigue and relationships? Have you ever noticed that you attracted people who were somewhat self-focused, but you ended up overgiving, overgiving, and then ended up feeling spent? If you've ever ended up attracting a lot of people who ended up being self-centered, what people call narcissistic, today's your good day because we're going to discuss. Do we need narcissists to feel needed and loved in today's world it's very common to see people calling anybody who they don't like actually a narcissist and what is a narcissist is it just somebody who's selfish today's show is going to change your life because it's going to teach you that many of us addicted are addicted to attracting people are a narcissist in our lives because they present to us something some chemical some chemistry that we ourselves don't have. We're taking your calls, 816-251-3555 within the U.S. and Canada. But remember, unityonlineradio.org is live, live every Wednesday, 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern. And you can get this show on your favorite podcast provider as well as join the show with a question every Wednesday. So, narcissism. There's a variety of symptoms, but know that there are a lot of people who seem self-focused, seem like they're all in their own world, and all people who are in their own world and have trouble balancing their needs and someone else's isn't necessarily what we call narcissistic. The first thing. A typical person who is, quote, narcissistic, is that Greek myth. They're sitting by a pond, and they're looking at their reflection. They are in love with their reflection. There is a great song by Kali Simon. He walked into a party like he was walking into a yacht. You and I walk into a party, we walk in the door. For that, this kind of person, narcissist, It's no ordinary party. It's an entrance. It's an occasion. They don't just walk in. They make an entrance. It's dramatic. When you talk to someone and they talk to you, you might be shy and have trouble looking at someone's face every once in a while. But if there is a mirror around, they're more interested in looking at themselves in the mirror than you. Like Narcissus in the Greek myth, they are in love with their own image. In our brains, we have mirror neurons, ironically. Mirror neurons not to love ourselves exclusively by looking in mirrors. Mirror neurons are a capacity to put ourselves in somebody else's shoes. In a way of empathy. And that's the right brain. The right brain is important for balancing. Balancing two balls. Being aware of your feelings. And someone else's. Being aware of your feelings. And intuition for someone else's. Standing in their shoes or Birkenstocks. Someone who's truly. This kind of brain disorder. Can't do that. They simply can't. One type of person who can't, who's not narcissistic, is Asperger's or autism. The so-called right brain learning disability, they have problems with the right brain or theory of the mind or mirror neurons. They are so uncomfortable with the presence of someone else's feelings. They retreat into the other side of the brain, the left brain for details, logic, gotta to go to Kmart, Kmart, gotta to, got to go and get underwear, underwear, underwear. They do details, but they get anxious when faced with somebody else's emotions. That's not true with narcissists. So a lot of people who have partners or bosses or friends who have Asperger's or autism, if they are at times aloof in their own world and get aggravated, if things aren't the way they want them, they think, oh, my friend is narcissistic. Look at the person more closely if they are anxious phobic and really shun friends they're nervous socially that's not a narcissist that's someone who's socially anxious phobic or or something like that different completely different category on the other hand someone who has trouble balancing their feelings and someone else's they get angry because someone else's feelings and needs compete with their own. These people, somebody else's feelings is an inconvenient truth. They get angry. They're like me first. That's why I remember once meeting a friend whose sister was very self, self-focused. Her name was Mimi. <laughs> I thought that was very unfortunate name very sad the point of the matter is they use pronouns i i i i i i i i i i well you might say we or they they'll say i i i i i i i or me 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 that's what they'll say so they have a grandiose sense of self-importance they walk into a yacht. They have fantasies of their own success, power, brilliance, and you are insecure. So it's easy for you to be around this person or it's you're attracted or fascinated by them because like celebrities or stars, it's as if he will brush off on you They think they're special and being around them may make you feel just a little bit more special. They, third chakra, medical intuition, have exaggerated self-esteem. They feel entitled to special treatment where your self-esteem is in the toilet. Now, in psychology or psychiatry, They say that somebody with narcissism is got empty self-esteem. Yes, I understand that. They are empty. Someone who's narcissistic truly is empty unless you, me, everyone else inflates them, pays attention to them. They don't have relationships. They have audiences. They have to be the center of attention and they have to hold court. In fact, if you want to drive a narcissist crazy, Ignore them, because like a balloon, they deflate. I'm melting, like the witch on the Wizard of Oz. They are empty. They do not have a sense of self unless you are continuously paying attention to them. And so that's how they're exploitive. They need you. They won't act like they do, but they do. They need you. However, you don't know you're lovable unless you're needed. So you need to be needed. And this is someone who can be charming, charismatic, attractive. Because you like that they need you, so that means you must be lovable. If your self-esteem is low and this special person needs you, Well, then, hey, you must be hot stuff. However, eventually you realize they're using you. And eventually, when you want something or need just a crumb or two from them, they'll get angry and move on to the next person in seconds. And you'll be grief-stricken and bereft. You don't get over relationships fast because you bond. They exploit so they'll move on move on move on and they do serial serial relatedness and you'll be crushed you'll think if i'm so lovable how come i was replaced so quickly because they don't really have relationships they have audiences they'll find the next person who's fascinated with them and you will feel even worse they the point is is that you are importing opiates from them. The neurotransmitter for reward, for self-esteem. And if you realize that you're addicted to the narcissist, you are addicted to the narcissist, narcissist, you realize that their exaggerated self-esteem, their exaggerated self-importance is because you don't have any. So when you're with them, you feel just a little bit better about themselves and it's being with a narcissist is hamburger helper. One of those meal additives that you can buy in the store. You add it to hamburger and you got an amazing meal. You feel like a staple, but they make you feel like a special meal. There's nothing special about it. Without you, they're nothing. If you find that's, you keep having these kinds of relationships. We're going to talk about the solutions to the, this today because you'll end up having a lot of health problems in the third center. You'll have adrenal gland hormone problems with deficient progesterone, excess estrogen, excess cortisol, which will make your weight go up. In fact, you might even know that you are with a narcissist. Your weight will go up and theirs will go down. You'll carry more work, more weight of responsibility, and they'll carry less. The cortisol will go to your immune system and you will end up getting fatigue, exhaustion, and you might even continue taking care of them because you know they have special needs and you know you're selfless. They are dependent and you are dependent on their dependency, you are co-dependent. I know that's a very unsexy term four from the 80s you need them you need to be needed and that is how you attract the narcissist how you need narcissist to feel needed and loved i'm dr mona lisa if you want to know more about the solutions to today's show you want to go to my facebook dr mona lisa instagram dr mona lisa one or twitter dr mona lisa two on saturday at 3 p.m. East Coast time, I'm doing an Instagram live with Laura Day. So if you want to know more about that, go to my the Facebook, excuse me, Instagram live, which is Laura Day Intuit. Laura Day D A Y Intuit I N T U I T. Invite friend her and then press on the button live on her page on Instagram exactly at 3 p.m. East Coast time on Saturday. If you want to learn more about intuition, go to my website, www.drmonalisa.com. If you want to learn medical intuition to heal mind, body, and soul, you want a seven-day class, we have a summer camp that comes once a year, once a year. And yes, we are doing it. It will be right in that in-between period when coronavirus is taking a break it's july 22nd so if you want to know more about that it's a summer campus limited to 50 people www.drmonalisa.com i'm doing free mini readings today we have a couple people online here but if you can't get online you want a private one or two reading one or two hour reading go to www.drmonalisa.com www.drmonalisa.com or call 207-846-6475. We'll go to Claire, age 60. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help? Claire, age 60.
2: How can I be of help? Oh, there
0: we go. Are you there? for god's
2: sakes oh hello can you hear me yes is this claire yes i'm sorry uh you can help me by um i have siblings i was listening to your work on narcissism who feel like a one-way street and i just had yet another interaction with one of them today and it just drains me but i don't know how to react to them and my, my health problem, I've had health problem for years around my solar plexus with a hernia and uh, with digestive issues and hormone imbalance. Okay. The first
0: thing I see is that you have a pattern in your family where you are the identified one. Something happened in your family where one of your parents something happened to them and you had to be the au pair the parent assistant true and you stood into that role and at when you grew up it gave you a kind of clout power and that was cool but now there's no clout and power there's just responsibility right and it aggravates you yep. one of the one of the people one of the kids has something different about their development
2: mm-hmm. yeah i she's can't
0: desperate. figure out but don't say anything
1: oh i'm sorry i'm
0: sorry don't apologize i can't figure out if it's the brain there's some kind of motor problem as well mm-hmm. and it's interesting um kathy madigan kathleen madigan is a famous comic she's hilarious she, she, they're irish and she says that her parents don't even if one of them were born handicapped or were in a wheelchair she said her parents wouldn't have noticed they would have said oh that's the one on the couch that never gets up because they're too she's too lazy it's <laughs> so very very funny yeah. the point of the matter is is this Handicapped people have afflictions. But whether it's Ray Charles, who's blind, or cerebral palsy, Wilma Rudolph, who went to the Olympics, Uh you can transcend it. Handicap just means that you have something physical that makes you a little slower to the take. But it doesn't mean that with extra help, you can't catch up and be mainstreamed. And I guess I wanna say either we're handicapped or we're not. There's something about this individual that got special treatment and your parents expected that special treatment and you got saddled with the responsibility, of "Of course, you'll always take care of this person. So they have a kind of entitlement that's wrapped up in their difference and you made promises. Who is this person and what's different
2: about them? Uh, That would be my um, next eldest sister. And she, as far as we can tell, she hasn't been diagnosed as Asperger's, but she struck out quite a bit when she was young and um, had to go to several different schools. And back in this, back in the day when really you couldn't, they didn't diagnose and it's I very interesting.
0: I want you to know something. A yeah. lot of people don't know this about me. Um, I have two careers. I have the MD and a PhD, and I'm retired now, but I, I'm never a psychiatrist. I'm retired. And I used to treat developmentally disordered patients, Asperger's, autism, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and cognitive disability. And it's fascinating. Majority yeah. of them don't have entitlement, don't have personality disorders. Are you following me? Yeah. In fact, yeah. Down syndrome patients uniformly were some of the most happiest patients I've ever met in my entire life. Oh. In fact, anyway, I digress. But there are developmental disorders in our brains, including narcissism. Yeah. Which is difficulty managing what we want and combining it with what other people want and getting along. I can't figure out a better way of saying that. You want something, yeah, yeah. and other people want something, and how do you get along? Yeah. And we all know that when we were growing up, there were kids who were troubled. They call it, That's what they call in the South. Sure, yep. In the yeah, North, yeah, they we, used we to call do. it <laughs> disturbed. <laughs> that kid is disturbed. In the South, they say troubled, bless your heart. When they get older, they call it disorder and personality. But if you look at the brain, the frontal lobe and the temporal lobe, it doesn't develop correctly. So it doesn't you can't call it troubled or you know that my aunt Evie would say that one's got a problem yeah the thing is with cognitive behavioral therapy dialectic behavioral therapy with skills they can learn how to jury rate their behavior in their words to try to function however majority of the people in their family indulge them <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm joking. I'm kidding. Oh, for <laughs> the family <laughs> indulges them, and it shapes around it and it makes this person a nightmare. Yeah, my dad yes. definitely indulged her. Right. And so then yeah. when your father gets older, you're, you're the stand-in. And yeah. then you get angry because you think this shouldn't be that right way. Well, it's always been this way. Well, I have a cat, Conway, who's narcissistic. He expects special treatment. It's amazing. <laughs> this cat had failure to thrive, and he got extra treats when he was growing up. But now, if he doesn't sit next to me, there's a lot of hissing and spitting yeah. and poking. And you know, there's you know, and I. It's very hot because he's very cute. He's charming, charismatic, attractive, and he walks into the party like he's walking into a yacht. <laughs> <laughs> I even think he looks in the mirror. My point is, yeah, you get angry but you have been put into this role and you have to find someone that makes you stop carrying responsibility otherwise it's going to give you third chakra problems digestion abdominal distension, and so on and then what the problem is is when they get angry you get anxious and you acquiesce every time Conway screams for food, meow, meow, meow. In fact, right now, they're closed in the garage because they start in during this radio show. I got a checklist. Cats have to be in the garage. Every time this individual or someone like that in your family starts to meow, you give in, and then you get angry, and then you get sick, and then you get some kind of uh, abdomen problem. You saw it solar plexus. My point is... You have to learn to tolerate. When you say no, they get angry. And right. you have problems with that tolerance. Big, but you train them. Or they train you. And so it's 48 hours of a nightmare of listening to screaming. I look at your head. I see changes in blood vessels. I can't figure out um, if you have problems with blood pressure. It feels like a pressure. A little bit. Wait a minute. I look at your neck I look at your thyroid I only see my antibodies against your thyroid I look at your heart I see capacity to have a problem with small amounts of calcium in the arteries in your body especially your brain I wonder if people in your family have that problem I look at your left lung, right lung, left breast, right breast. In the past, I saw capacity to have a density in your left chest wall. I see extra fat stores in your body that can and have been converted to estrogen. In the past, lining your pelvis and later on the left side of your chest wall. I look at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I see abdominal distension and bloating. Food gets stuck in your stomach, underneath your rib cage. I wonder if you have muscle problems that you have delayed emptying from your stomach down to your small intestine. I wonder if food gets stuck in your GI tract and you have problems with transit. I look at your left kidney, right kidney, bladder. Something in your pelvis, something was lost, something removed. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. I see there's a narrowing of cartilage in both knees. I look at your neck, upper back, lower back, and the sacral areas. I wonder if you have fluid in both ankles. I wonder if you could, over time, have problems with blood sugar and insulin. Can you please tell me your health concerns?
2: You pretty much named them all. <laughs> so How tall I, are you? I am 5'5". Five five. How much do you weigh? 140? I don't have a scale, so I'm guessing.
0: What kind of health problems did your mother and father have?
2: Uh, They both, my father died of a heart attack. He had high blood pressure. Uh, He was a warrior. And my mother uh, was 93 when she died of a, a bladder infection, but she also had had a heart attack. Other than that, they were in good health.
0: Small vessels, small vessels, stiff arteries in your heart. You've got to start to have passion for your own life and stop being a mother hen. <laughs> Nailed you it. You understand? You have to stop yes, being a mother hen. And you don't know how to have passion. And though no. you might not have a traditional life, you have a default mechanism where you become mother because you don't know how to let loose. So you have to... Pr- Decide that if you had five years to live which you don't but if you had five years to live would you keep doing this right that's too long of a pause you understand that if you die these people would have to take care of themselves i want yeah we're going to come back there's my music and you know what that means so we'll come back i'm going to talk about how to solve your health problems if you attract narcissists you're listening to healthy living intuitively with dr mona lisa
2: Thank you so much.
3: You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa.
0: Welcome back. Today's show has been dedicated to the issue of narcissism. Do we need them to be needed, loved? Are we addicted to them? We've learned that there are a lot of types of health problems that happen that will tell us, key us medically intuitively, that we are addicted to narcissism. If you have weight issues, digestive issues you have to ask yourself why am i addicted to being needed why do i attract people who are dependent if you want to know more about how to handle narcissism or any mind body soul concern consider having going to my facebook dr mona lisa instagram dr mona lisa or twitter dr mona lisa too watch out though for my next upcoming book mystical molecules is coming out with hay house so i'm just finishing the last chapter now you can't get online today and want a private reading, go to www.drmonalisa.com, call 207-846-6475, www.drmonalisa.com. We will go to Beverly, line three. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, how can I be of help?
1: Well, hi, Dr. Lisa uh, Mona Lisa, yes. I um I just literally turned on the radio and there you were talking about my dilemma. So, um I didn't really come prepared other than I am getting a lot of physical symptoms. I can let me tell right. you Let me tell you what's going on. This okay. has happened to you before.
0: You saw this in a family, and now it's happening again. Right, and actually, wait a minute, wait, about, thinking- wait a minute, wait a minute. hold on a second. Let me do the job. otherwise, they take the radio show for me. I'm kidding. Okay. Thank the you. The first thing I see is it's like an avocation of calling, it's part career. I see okay. somebody in your life yep. who's needed, who needs something is dependent on something. They Correct. either have depression, anxiety, or whatever. They need it. They need more. They need more and more and more. That's like that disco song, more, more, more. And yep. you watch them spiral out and out and out of control You tell them once you tell them twice you tell them three times you need to cut this out they won't listen and that's the delusional aspect of the whole thing is that you keep thinking that what you say is going to change their behavior and so you stay with them because you think that you can rehabilitate them who is the latest individual who has this kind of dependency that you try to rehabilitate away
1: um well, my mother it was the same thing with my dad, so I understand the role that I'm playing what
0: was it's, i know I understand that what what yeah. who who has addiction in your
1: family? I guess addiction, um, my dad, my dad addiction. What was your father addicted to? Uh, I, well, I mean, he didn't drink a lot, but uh, um, addicted to, I guess, being important uh, or. Okay. Uh, Be- addicted to being yeah. important is narcissism.
0: And then yeah. who, um, who do you live with?
1: I live with this person who's 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 I've tried to break up with several times and I get scared and then I don't do it. I have broken up with him. I've been with him five years and I've broken up, I guess, six or seven times. And I, I get scared that if I do leave him and then I think, oh, well, he's not that bad. But, but, but now, because I'm getting these physical problems, wait, I'm wait, thinking, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute.
0: How old is the person?
1: seventy-four I look at your head thank you I look at your head
0: at times I head. wonder whether. I don't wait a second just let me go through at times I wonder whether it's hard for you to take a deep breath I wonder at times whether your blood pressure goes up and down up and down and you feel dizzy vertigo I look at your neck I look at your thyroid now yep. hold on I look at your heart Yeah. Once again, you feel like dizzy, vertigo, unsteady in your feet. There are some situations in the world, in your environment, that make you feel insecure. I can't figure out if it's crowds, closing spaces, driving. Hold on. Various environmental things like snakes, insects, Nervousness uh, about the wait a minute wait a second. You would say I can do that, but I'd rather not. Yeah. At times I see a pressure in your chest; it's hard to take a deep breath. I look right. at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal I just oh no, wait a I minute, Don't say anything. don't say don't say anything. Okay. I wonder in the past whether you had problems with bacteria. and acid lining your stomach at times i wonder whether you had upset stomach and a lot of sensitivity with food i look at your left kidney right kidney bladder i wonder if you have trouble making enough b12 i wonder if you have numbness and tingling in your hands and legs i look at the joints in your hands wrists elbows shoulders hips knees and ankles i look at your neck upper back lower back and sacral areas i wonder at times whether when you stand You feel either dizzy or weak in your legs. Wait a minute. Can you please tell me your health concerns?
1: Oh yes. Well, I have um, I have tinnitus, which I got from having a tooth removed. Would you believe from my upper area? I about two days later, this horrible buzzing in my head, and I'm going to the chiropractor and i'm waiting here to go to a six o'clock appointment so um so I, he's trying to work on a specific area in my neck to help me with the tinnitus but then i have what arthritis are there, what other problems my, other than tinnitus well i can't i can't sleep i've been on sleeping pills I, i'm actually living with this person i know the problem i know you can't wait a minute wait a minute you can't sleep without sleeping pills how long have you taken sleeping pills Oh uh, well, I just take a half one now uh for about eight months, yeah,
0: and how long have you been with the gentleman? I use that term loosely
1: off and on for five years
0: and before but, that who who before that who did you live with
1: uh before that, I lived on my own, but uh after my dad died, I stayed with my mom a lot I looked after my mom she had uh, diverticulitis and Okay. She, uh, I okay. So that, before yeah. your after
0: your father died, you lived with your mother. Very close to her. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And before that, were you married? For just a short while, then got divorced, and I didn't really want to commit to anybody after that, so remained single. For- and how did you support yourself? I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. Teacher. teacher.
0: Do you have nervousness in certain situations? Crowds, closing spaces, that you would say, I could do that, but I'd rather not? Are you there, Beverly? Did you walk out? She got to a chiropractor appointment. When you import somebody who looks charming, charismatic, self-assured. You have to ask yourself, do you have nervousness and anxiety? Nervousness and anxiety and intuition run hand in hand. A lot of people who are intuitive, very sensitive, tend to be anxious. And they attract someone who's very, for lack of a better word, extroverted and narcissist. Not all extroverts are narcissists but very self-assured in the outer world. And you may need them to feel secure. Then when you realize they're narcissistic, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. You have a hard time leaving because on some hand, it's bad to be with them. You get sick. But on another hand, you feel that you're going to get worse. We're going to go to line two. Stephanie, I'm Dr. Mona Lisa. How can I be of help?
4: Hello, can you hear me? Yes.
3: How can I be of help, Stephanie?
4: Um, I saw, I had a reading with you probably like 10 or 15 years ago, and everything that you're saying today just fits me to a T. In fact, the last person, Beverly, when you were talking to her and you asked her about going out into crowds and anxiousness, that I felt like that was me. Do you so understand I was,
0: what I was trying to, when I do a reading online? Yes. I have to try, I'm trying to, first of all, I assume that everybody who's listening to the show is intuitive as well. I mean, right. people are not idiots, for God's sakes. <laughs> Everybody's intuitive. <laughs> so I am leading you to do the reading as well. They call it leading the witness. Do you understand? Yes. So I am giving you a picture Of this person's life by saying are you this this and this and the people who are listening to the radio show are going yes yes that's it (laughs) you did exactly what I wanted you to do because when you are reading her in radio land unity online radio land you are getting a picture of her and her life as well do you understand yes Beverly live with her father, lived with her mother, had a job, but now she lives with a narcissist. Her mother and her father aren't here anymore. She's a very sensitive, caring, and empathic person, but the person she's living with is making her sick. Tinnitus, insomnia, that's all a certain network of GABA. She can't get to sleep without taking medicine. However, she can't leave. She's not stupid biochemically a narcissist gives her something a sense of security do you understand so literally like being addicted to medicine there's a reason why we have that person in our life and we have to figure out how to get that chemical so that we don't get sick keeping this person in our life do you get it yes so when I look at you you're next you're up I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Brace you, myself. I know, you to, yeah, I know. Brace yourself, Effie. <laughs> you are fierce. And you run in lots of different directions, take on a lot of pack, uh, situations in a family. But in some ways, you don't have that role anymore. So your brain is not being used. Your circuit's not being used to the best of their ability. And so use it or lose it or it burns you. That's the problem. And that's the issue with you. You have a family, you have groups of people in your life, but you're not using all of your abilities in the world. You don't. I, I have a hard time seeing a purpose in life, why am I here? And so you do busy work, but your symptoms are going to be that your body and your spirit's letting you know that you're not challenged
1: who do you live with
4: uh alone
1: and what do you do for work i just recently retired because
0: i Okay, wait, a minute, 35 don't say don't. Oh, okay. 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 okay, and you what did you do for work for 35 years? I worked in the film industry typical and what kind of films are we talking about
4: like you go to the theater
0: big ones and tv shows okay so you understand so you retire after 35 years of that yes eating bonbons is not going to work for you no okay so you understand that in the pandemic okay in yes. the midst of working on two books, a mystical Mo- molecules and another book on lymphatics, okay. I am now working on a floor. I painted it, I, I painted it, then sanded it. <laughs> now I'm painting it again. Then I'm gonna put in a retro kitchen with tile. And now I'm gonna put in the counter. <laughs> <laughs> All of this, you understand, in my copious free time. But you understand that if I retired and sat there, that wouldn't work for me. My brain would turn to tapioca. And that wouldn't be a good tapioca either. It wouldn't be that good tapioca. It would be like drool. So your brain is not gonna do well and your body's not gonna do well with retiring. Do you understand? Yes. I look at your head. I see problems with focus, attention, sustained attention, distractibility. There's a smoke an inflammation In your lungs, I can't figure out if someone near you used to smoke, you used to smoke, or you were in a smoky environment. I look at your left lung, right lung. Once again, something different about your lungs. I look at your heart. Same thing. I look at your esophagus, stomach, liver, gallbladder, colon, and rectal areas. I see old inflammation in your esophagus, stomach, in small intestine. I can't figure out if there was something you ate or drank that messed that area up, but it's better than it used to be. I look at the joints in your hands, wrists, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and ankles. I see old inflammation joint in your joint capsule. I look at your neck, upper back, lower back, and sacral areas. I see old inflammation at L4, L5, S1. I wonder if you've lost height and lost bone density. Can you please tell me, Stephanie, your health concerns?
4: Well, everything you said is right on. And I was calling for a general scan because I am in remission from Crohn's, which I've had for probably
0: 15, 20
4: years. So that's the thing where your esophagus, your stomach,
0: esophagus, stomach and small intestine.
4: And I I have three stents. And um, wait a minute, where are the stents in your heart? In my heart.
0: Um, can I tell you something?
4: Yeah,
0: you you gotta do something with your brain, Missy. Because your problems are no, no, just listen. Seven chakra purpose in life. Why am I here? So, well, you're not retiring, you can never use the R word, do not back away from the R word.
4: Oh, I realize that, and to compound the situation, you know, the virus hasn't helped, but I also was a guardian of my brother who was head injured slash schizophrenic, bipolar, just kept bouncing around since I was 29, and he just died about two years ago. So then that, I think, was what some of my health issues were, and now I have There's no immediate... That's the third chakra. That's the I feel like all my chakras are out of whack. I'm familiar with your chakra chart. Okay,
0: you need to take take your gifts and talents. You need to get a moleskin journal and a fountain pen and spend the upcoming weekend figuring out how to use your skills because the universe has made you stay alive for something. You're still alive. And you've got all those abilities, and you're still alive. And you've got to keep your passion flowing with your ability and the vocation. Third chakra is vocation work. That's digestive tract. Do you understand? Yes, I've you're been working
4: those... on that. No, I know, for but there's no work. I... Stop using
0: the word work. It's got to be play. Okay. Notice I'm putting in tile. <laughs> <laughs> So
1: with something so like volunteer work? No, something volunteer,
0: like volunteer is not, no, not enough. Unless it involves your, the stuff you've learned with filming. Mm-mm, it's not enough.
4: I, just, I was a shopper and <laughs> I was a buyer for the art department.
0: I understand that. And that's all very lovely, but I can imagine you working at Disney With the art on some of the rides. You know what I'm saying? That creativity stuff. Yeah. It's it's actually... Yeah, see how you... Did you hear the tone of your voice change? Did you hear that? In a good
4: way or a bad way? In a good way.
0: In a good way. You're like, yeah. A friend (laughs) of mine used to work there. She just... Well, she did the R word, but she's taking a break and then she's going to do something else. And she... She used to tell me of the people who used to make the animations and do the outfits like in small world. You know what I mean? The outfits of those Mm -hmm. little toys that go around and around. You would do that. That's what I'm talking about here. Do you get it? That, That joy opens up the vessels in your heart. That joy helps make your natural killer cells work to scan your body and keep cancer cells away. Do
4: you understand? I understand totally because the film work is what kept me alive when I was taking care of my brother.
0: I understand. And that's a good use of um, image, Neptune, escape. There's one thing of escapism through image, which in a way a narcissist does, but we all need movies to escape reality. Just, if anything, for an hour and three quarters. I go to Disney World, and I I like to walk and and look at the animation. I think there's something very magical about it. And look at the way it's made, and it's very intuitive. Looking at the character, and the character looks back at us, and it evokes a relationship. It's truly magical. You need to do something like that. Good luck, okay? You take it easy. Thank you. You're, you're a miracle.
4: Do not use the R word anymore, okay? Well, I won't, but I, can I ask you one more question? Yes, yes. I am a twin, and my twin is a male, and um, I haven't seen or talked to him in 25 years, but it kind of haunts me because I, I feel like he visits me, and I feel like he's a narcissist, and so I keep him out of my life because I feel like it makes me sick.
0: Can to be I tell around you something? Him. I don't, first of all, he's a fraternal twin, or what I used to call fratinal. (laughs) I have a speech (laughs) problem. Fratinal. Some people do a radical relationshipectomy, like a mastectomy. It's it's an end-stage problem, like a bone marrow transplant. You irradiate your bone marrow. If you don't have your twin because you think it's going to make you sick, get another one there are lots of people who meet somebody who's like a twin a twin soul go join a club and find people who are like twins of yours close 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 friends do you understand there's a reason why you stay this distant i didn't see that person that wasn't a problem
3: i saw you running in lots of
0: different directions and that you didn't have a purpose that was the main thing. If I thought you were separate from some, something and a relationship died, I would have picked that up.
4: Well, I feel like I tend to pull narcissists to me in men that I've dated and stuff. And so, but you didn't really see that, did you?
0: That's not what I saw. I saw you didn't have a purpose in life and you just retired.
4: Yeah, I don't have a purpose in life. Okay, well, I sure appreciate the work you do. You, thank you so much for calling. You take it easy. Good luck.
0: Bye bye. I my we will go very quickly to line four. It um I hope this is is it Louie? Hi, Mona Lisa. Yes, it's Lily. Oh Lily. They say Louie here. I thought it was Lily, but they have you down as
3: Louie. Lily, how are you? How can I be of help? Fine. Well I'm curious to find out what you'll think. I I was really drawn to this show because of narcissism. Um I am a narcissist. I mean, I know that. I come from a family of narcissists, and I have a tendency to always be witnessing myself to find out how I can change and how to calm down, et cetera. But what's happening right now has been very interesting. My whole left side is deteriorating. My knee needs a joint, which will um, not happen for a while now because of the, the virus, and that's fine. But I've got a kidney infection on my left side and my left arm. Wait a minute. That Back left. up. Back up. Okay, everybody. we only have a few minutes, yeah, so
0: you'll have to call back everybody in the audience is saying, Why does she think she's a narcissist?
3: Oh God, Well, you
0: know me, well, yeah,
3: Lisa. I and, know you are
1: <clears throat>
0: i know i know uh, I know who you are. I've
3: met you, but well, why yeah. do you think you're a narcissist? Well, because I do like attention i wait that like wait attention. a minute back up, back up okay, okay
0: just because you like attention some of my cats they like to be pet how do you know that's not in reaction to being ignored
3: yeah i'm pretty sure i'm a narcissist though darling i really you know i grew up with one my brother who climbed mount everest three times he's one uh, we, it runs in our family, and it's okay it, that I accept okay. that. Okay. Let that.
0: me ask you. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Okay. Do you, What do you think is your unlimited su- success and power? Well, let me give you an example. I'll give you a board question, okay? Okay.
1: Okay? <clears throat> no offense.
0: This is my stay in your lane. <laughs> You know I'm a board certified psychiatrist, <laughs> and though I'm retired. And a board question. They would say, this is what a narcissist would say. Okay? hmm They are ruthlessly competitive in the sense ruthless. Ruthless. You don't feel ruthless. Do you get it?
3: Yeah. No, I'm You're
0: not. Ruthless. No, the tone of your voice, it does not sound ruthless. And that, because it sounds compassionate. A narcissist would say, I'm the most charming, brilliant, attractive person. And you might say that, right? Right? Mm -hmm. However, the next phrase they say is the following, is diagnostic. And you're not. That's what a narcissist would say. There's nothing wrong with wanting attention. Thinking you are charming, charismatic, attractive, and want. Brilliance and success, right? Right. But the next phrase they say is, "And you're not." They have to put other people down so that they're one up. I want you to think about that. that. Well, that's (laughs) what you you. get when you listen to intuitive um, living with Dr. Mona Lisa. Thank you for welcoming me into your day. You've been listening to Intuitive Health, Healthy Living Intuitively with Dr. Mona Lisa.
3: Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: I'm Suzanne Geisman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope.